My name is Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. I'm Hamad Zaidi, and I have a disability. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. It is, and today we're going to pay homage to somebody whom we both love and respect, Mr. Weird Al Yankovic. We're going to dare to be stupid. We're going to dare to be stupid. The guy is a genius. You, you just saw him in concert recently, right? No, well, no, no. I, I only saw him one time, and it was, um, whew, uh, let's see, my son's 14, so it was 15 years ago. My, it, was, it was like a, a few months before my son was born. And it was at this like local fair that we have here in the town or the next town over where I grew up, and uh, you know we heard he was gonna play. We're like, oh, let's go, let's go check it out. It'll be it'll be cool to see him because I I've been a fan of his for a long time, and I was like, why not? You know, I, I've never seen him, so let's go watch him. And right. man, when we watched that show, I was blown away by just the the band, the the show that he put on. I've been to hundreds and hundreds of shows. This is it, it, Weird Al is easily top three or five shows of, of shows I've ever seen. It was amazing. Yeah, and you know I actually concur. He, I've been to countless shows, and it does blow you away and how good he is and how good his how tight his band is. Yeah, I, I had a friend <clears throat> that saw him maybe a couple of years ago. He lived in Maryland, um, and he told me we we're having a conversation. Like, yeah, I guess Weird Al is gonna be playing around. You know, playing here uh, pretty soon. I was like, "Dude, you gotta go see that show." He's like, "Seriously?" He's like, "Trust me, you'll you'll thank me." And so him and his wife bought tickets and they went. And the day after, he got a hold of me and just like, "Man, you weren't kidding." He's like, "That that was amazing." He's like, I, yeah. "I've I've never experienced a show that good before." It's pretty amazing. But you know, my history with Weird Al and I do not know him. I wish I did. So Al, if you're listening. I'd love to take you to lunch and talk, (laughs) but I wish I did. I have met him very briefly, which we'll get to, but I do not know him. My love with Weird Al started way, way, way back when I was a kid in Kansas. Mm. I used to listen to a late night radio show called The Dr. Demento Show, and Dr. Demento would uh, play these awkward, weird, funny songs. He'd play a bunch of Weird Al stuff, like Another One Rides a Bus, and the polka stuff that Weird Al did in his early years, mm. which he still does, a bunch of polka yeah, stuff. Yeah, he does. You know, and he'd play, Dr. Demento would play songs that weren't Weird Al, like Dead Puppies Aren't Much Fun to Play With, just crazy stuff, right? <laughs> and, and I would always listen to the Dr. Demento show at night because he had a really weird voice, Dr. Demento did, Yeah. right? yeah. So I was always a Weird Al guy because I thought it's a genius, genius trait to be able to take somebody else's song and change the words and make it funny. But let me go on record saying this, and I'm not even kidding. For those of you who only know Weird Al's parodies, his original music is even better. Oh, yeah. Like you you mentioned his polka stuff. The first song that he played at that show that I saw him play at, they came out and he came out with his accordion and they played this polka song that was slamming. It was I, after the first song, I looked at my wife and I was like, what in the world was that? I was like, that was, I, I was like, that was amazing. <laughs> and like, and just so you the people listening know, I'm a total music snob. Like, like I, I'm nowhere near as good as I am judgmental of musicians. <laughs> and so for me to be like, that was amazing. Like it, it's total like, you know, kudos, like for me to be like, that was awesome. Like 
my my wife was just like, "What?" <laughs> so, yeah, but it's it. He is really really good, and he understands his craft. He totally. loves his craft, right? Yeah. And and so growing up, I was always a Weird Al fan, always. And of course, people thought I was weird. People think he's weird. That's what <laughs> was one thing we had in common, right? <laughs> So once I get into high school, I knew a, a a young woman, you know, a friend of mine. Her name was Rachel Yankovic. And then when we were in 10th or 11th grade, I'm like, you're not related to Weird Al, right? And she goes, actually, we are. Oh, man. And I'm like, you're related to Weird Al? She goes, yeah, my dad knows him. He's like a cousin. We're in the family. But yeah, he's not yeah. like, he's not her dad. Right, right. But... Yeah, but, you know, she she dug his music, but she's like, I think he's a little bit nuts. And I'm like, yes, exactly, of course. <laughs> How can you not love it? So my weird out fascination continued. Then, as you know, and I'd like to dive into this just briefly with you, one of the last movies you saw when you still had your sight was? UHF. Yeah, and, you know, I got to tell you, I was already in my um, early 20s. When UHF came out? Yeah. And, man, people are like, you're not going to go see a Weird Al Yankovic movie. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> of course I am. And then I go, and because I was in radio TV film school, so the whole point of him taking over a UHF TV station was really funny to me. Totally, yeah. You know, right? what's, you know what's funny, too, is he had a couple of not-yet-stars in his movie. He had... um. Michael, uh, what's his name from Seinfeld? Um, oh, Michael Richards. Yeah, Mike. He was the, he was the janitor, and then he, he al- was with a mop, right? Yeah, exactly. And then he also right. had on uh, Fran Drescher, who was the the news anchor. Oh, she was, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. And she was for people that are too young to know who Fran Drescher is. She was the nanny. Exactly. Yep. The the TV series the nanny. Yeah. So that was part two of my personal Weird Al Yankovic journey, right? And I'm like, I like him. Because when I like something, I'll defend it, right? Totally. And people are like, dude, Weird Al, are you serious? I'm like, the dude is a genius writer, and he's a great musician. And and you know what else we should talk about really briefly is, he remind, and this is going to be, people are going to be like, this Hamad guy's nuts. <laughs> he kind of reminds me of Bare Naked Ladies, where, they, where they're tremendous musicians, and they write unique lyrics that are different and fun. Yeah, no, totally. I, c- I can see that. You know, and, because and, they're and, both... And I, you know, I, I think there's a sense of them not taking themselves too serious, and they're able to do that. Well, I've always said about myself and about everyone that the more you make fun of yourself, uh, the more people are going to gravitate toward you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you, all, if you think you're perfect 24 hours a day... You're going to have less friends than if you make fun of yourself 24 hours a day. <laughs> it's, it's just human nature, right? Yeah. So then moving on to act three of my journey with Mr. Weird Al. I was at UCLA Film School. And right down in Westwood, UCLA is in Westwood, which is nestled between Bel Air and Beverly Hills it's, and Brentwood. It's this amazing little area. So, there used to be a restaurant called the Hamburger Hamlet in in Westwood, which was this amazing place, right? It was gourmet hamburgers, way before 
Now there's a lot of chains that do gourmet hamburgers. Yeah. This was this was twenty some odd years ago. And there used to always be this waitress that I'd flirt with, right? And just because I liked her and she was fun. And her name was Paula, and we used to talk all the time. I'd go to Hamburger Hamlet at least two, three days a week to see her. Yeah. Right? All my stories are about women. You know, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and we were more friends than anything else. Like We only went on one date, actually, which was a great date. We went to the Rolling Stones concert. Nice. It was, it was incredible. But basically, we were just buddies, right? And so one day, I'm hanging out with Paula, and I don't know why it came up, but Weird Al came up. And she looks at me and she goes, oh, I know Al. And I'm like, oh, you know his music? It's awesome, isn't it? She goes, no, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know Weird Al? And she goes, yeah, I've known him for a long time. He's a really nice guy. And she told me this next story that I think is genius. And, of course, it's hearsay through her. Yeah. But, but it sounds like it's probably true. Okay. She said she respects him a lot for the following reason. And that is sometime in the 90s, a beer company mm. offered him a multi-million dollar contract to endorse their beer. Mm. To do a summer beer campaign. And Al passed on it. Mm. Which... I think it, it was like more than a $10 million campaign, and he passed on it. Man. And, and his reason for passing on it is most of my listeners are not of drinking age, and so I don't want to endorse alcohol. Wow. That's pretty, sta- you know, pretty stand-up. It's totally stand-up. And the first thing I thought when I heard that is, I'm like, man, there's a reason I've loved this guy <laughs> since I was a kid, because that's something I would do. I don't drink. Right. I'm, yeah. just a doctor, I'm just a Dr. Pepper guy. So, you know, if today Budweiser called me and said, we want you to do, and I'm not saying it's Budweiser that called him. I don't know who it was. But if Budweiser called me and said, hey, you just have to hold a beer, beer in your hand and you'll get $10 million, I, I couldn't do it, man, because yeah. I don't drink. Yeah, no, I hear you. So my respect level for him went even higher, right, than it already was. Yeah. And then... Years later, I was at a Weird Al concert with Dolly, my sister. Oh, okay. And so we go to the concert. And Johnson, over the years, I have um, I've gone to a lot of schools, universities, grade schools, high schools, middle schools, talking to children about staying in school, never never giving up on their dreams. Right? That's something I always do. Yeah. Right. And the reason I bring that up is. We're waiting for the concert to start, me and Dolly. And out of the corner of my eye, I see this 10 or 11 or 12-year-old boy whom I met through, like, going to his school, talking to him, whatever I was doing, talking to him about his future, right? So I see this kid out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, Tony, is that you? And he goes, hey, what's going on? What are you doing here? And I said, I love Weird Al. And what does he say? It's my friend's dad or whatever. <laughs> it's just like, I love him too. You want to meet him? And I'm like, are you kidding me? He goes, oh, we've got tons of backstage passes. Yeah, my parents know him really well. Oh, man. You want to you come? And I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> so he's like, okay, meet me at the corner of your aisle right before the show ends, right? 
And I said, I'm with my sister. And he goes, no problem. And so I thought, okay, Dolly, don't get excited. But, you know, if this kid shows up, we're going to meet Weird Al. If he doesn't, we won't. Right? Yeah. And right before the show's over, he comes over and gives me a hand signal. And I'm like, oh, my God, he showed up. And he comes over with two backstage passes. Man. Right? And he's like, my mom is waiting for us. Let's go. And we go backstage to Weird Al Yankovic's show in Los Angeles. I think it was at the Greek Theater, I think. But it was an outdoor venue. Okay. And man, I got to tell you, it was the weirdest. And weird in a good sense, not a bad sense. <laughs> it was the weirdest backstage I have ever been to. Man, it was not anything other than families, kids, and great food. No kidding. It was like, yeah, it was crazy. It was like milk and cookies. Like you would expect all this alcohol laid out. Right, right. right. And, and like you know. Bottles of Jack Daniels. And- right. <laughs> There's like milk and cookies and high C and soda. And, and I'm sure there's a few wine bottles, but the one thing that really, maybe there weren't, because the one thing that jumped out at me was that how family friendly it was. Yeah. And people got into line to say hi to Weird Al. Man. And he was saying hi to all these kids. And of course, Dolly's like, this is so cool. What are we going to say? And I, I'm like, well, we're going to have like four and a half seconds to say it. Right. So we walked up to him. It was our turn. And he's like, hi, how are you? And I said, you know, Mr. Yankovic, I love your music. I love your writing, and I've enjoyed your work for 30 years. And he's like, thank you very, very much. And that was it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I wish I could have said, hey, you know, Paula is a friend of mine. Right? <laughs> we should all hang out. But, you know, there's a lot of people behind me. Yeah, right? yeah. And I got to tell you, I hope this podcast makes its way to Mr. Weird Al because you and I need to take him out to uh, to lunch. No, totally. Yeah. You know, another amazing thing about a show is he, between, every, after every song, I don't know if it's like this at every show, I've only been at one, but there are these two giant screens, one on each side of the stage. The song would end. And they'd play a clip from UHF or, you know, some, some other sort of, you know, anything else that he had done, you know, like acting. But normally it was UHF. He'd run backstage, literally change his entire outfit, come back out and do another song. Like every song, he was changing his entire wardrobe to, to, to match what song he was going to play. Yeah. And you know what? That is awesome. I, I do remember a lot of wardrobe changes. I'm not sure if it was after every song. But I remember definite wardrobe changes when he did fat and, you know, because he put on a fat suit. Right, right, yep. And, and um, the Yoda thing, he had a whole Star Wars theme. You know, it was really amazing. And the crazy thing is, again, he's not a sponsor. He's not even a friend, although I wish he were, <laughs> right? But the reason I wanted to dive into this is because it's something that you and I both have latched onto. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe he's got a whole area of people with disabilities that, that follow him. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I, I bet you there's, you know, kind of, kind of how you alluded to, like, hey, he's weird, I'm weird. You know, it's a, good, it's a good match, you know. I bet you there's a lot of people out there like that. You know, absolutely. And, you know, before we wrap this one up, let me just say there is an incredible 
unbelievably good interview that he gave to Dan Rather. Mm. The the show is called The Big Interview and it's hosted by Dan Rather. So I think it's on the Access channel. Okay. However, you know, for those out there, just put in Weird Al Yankovic, The Big Interview, Dan Rather, and Google it. It's, pro- it's probably on YouTube. Yeah, it, it's amazing. Yeah. It's, and, you know, one of his previous albums, one of his recent albums, opened at number one. Didn't yeah. that blow you away? Yeah, no, and what he, what was what's amazing, too, is what he did, and I, I was like, man, that's genius, and, you know, this guy, you know, he's he's in the, he's been around for, what, four, probably four, going on 40 years now, if not more. And probably more, because I saw him in, I guess, I started listening to him in the late 70s. Yeah. So it would be 40 years, yeah. Yeah, so he, he's going to 40, so I mean, he, you know, he, he's not new to this game, and, like, he, he totally took advantage of you know, YouTube, social media. And so what he did when he released the album, he had a video that he created for each song in the album. And what he did is he released one video a day. And so there'd be a whole new video with a whole new song. And it just, you know, the, the anticipation was driving people crazy. Oh, I can't wait till tomorrow to hear the next song. Oh, I can't wait for tomorrow to hear the next song. And it just like jacked up his, his record sales because he just, he knew how to, how to create that that tension, you know? It, it was amazing how he did it. No, that is amazing. And you know what you and I should do? We should create a video every day until he meets us <laughs> and, start, and start putting it start putting it on YouTube, right? Like Weird Al, I have a small film distribution company. I'm in the I'm in the Writers Guild of America, I'm in the Producers Guild of America, and I want to work with you and if that opportunity comes, we need to involve Jonathan. We all need to do a project together. Yeah, and, and if you want this insanity to stop, answer our please. <laughs> exactly. Or at least send us a response video that we can market <laughs> saying no. Right, that'd be just as funny. But I guess, you know, what this comes down to, we just wanted to talk about Weird Al because we both think he's genius. Yeah. But if there's things out there that you love that other people may not, don't give them up, man. Yeah. Don't give them up. Yeah. Life is hard and you've got to love what you love, right? Exactly. Absolutely. On that note, I am out on my side. All right, everyone. So you can check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. And, uh, you know, again, thank you all for listening and downloading. The numbers continue to, to continue to go up. So please, uh, you know, share us. And we hope you enjoy everything that we're doing here. And don't forget to check out toysaccessible.com. Again, where the toys are created and developed with disabilities in mind to give children that have uh, disabilities a more enjoyable experience playing with toys. So check out toysaccessible.com. And if you want to contact us via email, before you do, could you please contact Weird Al and say, you guys really need to meet Hamad and Jonathan. (laughs) (laughs) But aside from that, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at info at limpingoncloud9.com. That is info at limpingoncloud9.com. And, of course, if you want to hear the short versions of what we're doing, that web is, that um, podcast is 59 Seconds of Cloud9. That's 59 Seconds of Cloud9. And, everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. We'll talk to you next episode. See ya.